Welcome to the Lively Living with Lupus podcast. I am your host, Lydia Romero Johnson, holistic health coach and registered nurse. So glad that you're here. So we are at the end of the month. It's March 2020. And a whole lot has changed since the first uh, episode this month where I set out to focus on um, nutrition. It's National Nutrition Month. And I was uh, excited about sharing different things um, with nutrition along the way. And um, then comes a pandemic, um, COVID-19. And so many things are changing so quickly. So as I was going along, I still wanted to continue with the nutrition focus and, you know, tie in uh, a little bit of what I can um, to the situation. And I really do truly believe and, you know, um, it's important. We know food is a tool. That's what I believe. Um, food can be so helpful in um, helping us heal, helping our immune systems get stronger, helping our bodies to be more resilient, helping them navigate stress um, if we're using um, the right foods and using them in an intentional way. So this is just to give a little bit more um, awareness on uh, the value that food holds. Um, I am not a dietitian. I am not a nutritionist. I am not, you know, giving any medical advice. This is not to treat or diagnose or anything like that. Um, this is just to kind of give you, uh, something to think about and maybe explore further how you could utilize food, um, on your healing journey, on your prevention journey, on your resiliency journey, you know, all of those things, uh, a holistic approach, I believe is, um, is so important, you know, just with my journey with lupus, being able to use food as a tool to help change things, um, so much to be able to, um, improve my lab levels, to come off medications, to improve my energy, to just really transform my health and life. Um, and so while it improved all those things, you know, I still have the autoimmune diagnosis, but things are in a better place. And I, I have to say, I am grateful, um, with everything going on, you know, even though of course there are concerns that I have being someone who has an autoimmune condition, um, you know, but I am very grateful that, you know, I found, uh, a holistic natural lifestyle, a preventative proactive, uh, approach to health and wellness nine years ago. Um, so I just want to put that in your ear. So I'm actually, um, I'm going to kind of bounce around here <laughs> a little bit. Um, and I was trying to get this to you earlier, but you know, it just didn't happen that way today, but that's okay. We're going to have grace and it's going to be all good. All right. So I wanted to focus this last episode for national nutrition month, um, specifically making the connection between food as a tool and respiratory system, you know, respiratory health, um, lung health, right. Um, and I'm just going to be throwing out some little things that I've found. Um, there's some things like I approach health and wellness and like looking for information, reading some research, but then doing my own experiments, of course, you know, 
never coming off any meds without doctor's approval, nothing like that. But like if I'm going to add more of this vegetable or more of this water or less of this food or whatever and kind of see how things go. So, um, I also use intuition as part of my, um, my healing journey. Uh, you know how they say, follow your gut, right? Go with your gut. <laughs> it's very important stuff. Um, so, you know, making that connection in a, um, you know, like be good with your gut and pay attention to it. It's in both a spiritual and actual physical way. Anyway. All right. So back to that. Um, I kind of bounced around with a couple, um, things that I wanted to just kind of highlight for you. And I'm looking at my laptop and I'm going to bounce around and list them as I, um, go along. It's just kind of how my brain works. And that's how I'm going to give it to you today. All right. So the first thing that I have on my, um, laptop actually is something that I pulled up. It's a uh, PubMed or well, NIH.gov. So the article is benefits of oat beta glucan on respiratory infection following exercise stress role of lung macrophages Anyway, so basically what they're talking about, I'll just read just a little bit of the abstract. Exercise uh, stress is associated with the increased risk for upper respiratory uh, infection. I know, weird, right? All right, we have shown that the consumption of soluble oat fiber beta-glucan can offset the increased risk for infection and decreased macrophages, antiviral resistance following stressful exercise. However, the direct role of macrophages is unknown. Okay, so I'm just going to stop there. There's a whole bunch of other stuff with a lot of complex looking things. But the bottom line is oatmeal (laughs) and oats, right? If you can get more oats and more oatmeal into your body, there may be some respiratory lung benefits. Does that say it's going to cure something? No, that's not what I'm not that's not what I'm saying, but it's just something to consider and think about. So this morning I actually started my day, um, with a beautiful, yummy, tasty bowl of oatmeal. I love oatmeal. I've always loved oatmeal. Um, and I can eat it. Sometimes I'll go like on a big chunk of time where I'm eating it every single day. Um, but I like to do with all the foods that I eat is I like to learn a little bit about them. So with everything going on, I said, you know, I know that the oatmeal has helped me in the past, you know, in many ways, and I'm getting more fiber. And I know it helps lower blood pressure. And I know it helps with cholesterol, you know, so I've known those things in the past. I've read about those things. And I, um, I just got some labs back in my cholesterol and, um, you know, my blood pressure was really good. So, so that's a good thing. Um, but just to say that it may be something that can be, um, helpful for you. So just to put that out there for you. Okay. Again, you don't make any changes, major changes without consulting, uh, with your doctor. And of course, if you're allergic to any foods that I mentioned, do not eat them. Um, so the next one is broccoli and, you know, Actually, broccoli is something I'm sure you could probably find too on the internet and pull any up, but kind of like broccoli and um, being compared to lungs. So just kind of saying, sometimes they say just like walnuts, right? Walnuts kind of look like a brain, broccoli, lungs, you know, things like that. Um, Making the connection that it has some benefits uh, for that. But um, there may be some, you know, lung benefits associated with broccoli, so, um, it says there's a compound found in the vegetable that has been trialed as a treatment for people with lung disease. 
Again, there's so much more that you can read and learn about it, but it's just to be aware if you can get a little bit of extra broccoli on your plate, you know, maybe that will be helpful. So just more fruits and vegetables for sure. Let's just talk the basics, less processed food, less fried food, less high sugary foods, you know, like high sugar content foods, um, water, 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 proper hydration. So important. Um, okay. All right. So this article is something that I found at new scientists and it's newscientist.com. Broccoli helps clear lung damage. So that was just something else that I saw that I wanted to share. Another one um, goes along with the fruits and veggies and really even the oats is um, from PCRM. I really love them. I love to go to their website and just kind of look up things and learn about health and nutrition and food and the specific things I'm looking for that day, you know, that might kind of come to mind for me, but there's a specific article that they have high fiber diet, good for lungs. Again, PCRM. And um, they talk about a study that was done where they, um, it was, uh, looks like it was annals of the American thoracic society and they were monitoring dietary fiber intake and lung function. Um, and in those who consume more than 17 grams of fiber per day, fruits, veggies, legumes had better lung health compared to those who consumed the least. Since the study supports previous research that shows fiber association with a reduction of inflammation, uh, a cause of lung disease. Okay. So again, that's just something else you can check out PCRM and, you know, just kind of, if you so desire, take a couple minutes kind of exploring, um, some sites that might give you a little bit more information on, on food and how you can use it to help yourself heal and, and build stronger lungs and build better immunity and even reduce stress. All right. So the next one I found is one from the American Lung Association and it's asthma and nutrition, how foods affect your lungs. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So just the highlights of that, um, they talk about vitamin D um, playing an important role in boosting your immune system. Um, There was times where I've had pretty low levels and I could definitely feel it on my body, um, on my joints and my blood pressure, like different things would just, um, show up when my levels were really low and, um, people with autoimmune issues. I mean, really a lot of Americans are uh, deficient in vitamin D, but specifically, um, even with autoimmune issues more likely to be. And so taking a supplement for us is important. Like, Like I said, just make sure you talk to your doc, but, um, that could be something, um, that can help you is making sure those levels are, are normal. So it says low levels of vitamin D have been linked to increased risk of asthma attack in children and adults. So it's pretty much like here we are with COVID-19 and everything, you know, um, and we know the risk of pneumonia and complications. So we just want to make sure our lungs, our body, our immune system, everything is as strong as it can be. So whatever we can give it, um, to help, help us, you know, fight if need be, you know, we give it that armor, Um, okay. Next one on here is, um, vitamin E 
and it says vitamin E contains a chemical compound called um, tocopherol, tocopherol, <laughs> which may decrease the risk of um, asthma symptoms like coughing and wheezing. Um, and some of the sources that they list are raw seeds, almonds, Swiss chard, must, mustard greens, kale, broccoli, and hazelnuts. It also talks about some things to avoid, sulfites, um, foods that cause gas, um, so yeah, so I encourage you to check out that, um, site if you are interested in reading more about it. Again, this is not to treat or to diagnose or anything else. This is just to kind of just plant it in your seed to have a little bit more awareness, um, a little bit more, um, intention with how you are navigating your health and the food that you eat. All right, so I'm just going to list them again. So one um, was the benefits of oat beta-glucan on respiratory infection following exercise stress, role of lung macrophages, and that was um, at ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash pubmed slash 1835387 and the next one was broccoli helps clear damaged lungs new scientists and that was newscientist.com slash article slash dn 20378-broccoli-helps-clear-damage-lungs slash and then back to pcrm.org slash news slash health dash nutrition slash high dash fiber dash diet dash good dash lungs <laughs> and then we have lung.org blog asthma what's well, lung.org slash blog slash asthma dash and dash nutrition asthma nutrition how food affects your lungs all right. So I hope <laughs> that you found this helpful and maybe there was something from it that you can get and, and, um, you know, it can be, um, something that'll benefit you along the way. Um, like I said, food has been very important on my healing journey with, um, autoimmune disease and, um, high blood pressure and, um, you know, just different health things along the way. So, um, just important stuff. The other thing, of course, right? So if you're smoking and drinking a lot, you know, all of those things, that's a whole nother kind of show that you can go ahead and look up all those effects. Um, but you know, that's something to consider with everything going on and, um, you know, seeing about decreasing some of those things, seeing where you can add more, um, you know, healthy, uh, healthy strategies to cope or, um, healthy things into your life. So think of it, not what you're losing, but what you can gain. And of course, make sure you talk to your doc before you do anything. Um, and I think that's it. All right. Thank you so much for joining me on this, uh, national nutrition focus, lively living with lupus podcast. Um, again, didn't expect when, uh, first started this month that we would be, um, ending the month in a pandemic. So 
never know, right? You never know. Um, so just a reminder to practice self-care. So the food is really important. Stress management is super important. So pretty sure I'll be talking about some of that stuff, um, coming up in the future, um, working on getting clear on what to focus on to kind of help you guys promote wellness and, um, prevent disease, uh, during this time, anywhere I can, um, help be of inspiration or give you a little nugget of something, um, a little health nugget that'll help you, um, be a little stronger and more resilient in your body. All right. Thank you so much. And if you haven't, um, you can definitely subscribe or make sure you like the podcast, leave a review. If you so desire, I'm still new to this. Like I'm not in a perfect flow and that's okay. Right. Cause it's not perfect times anyway. All right. You take care. Have a beautiful day. Be safe, be healthy, be well. Talk to you soon. Bye.